right, what's going on, good people? It's Mr. Shaw. We're back again for another episode. And this particular episode is covering the Super Bowl. The results of the two teams that, that made it here. Their records. And what happens leading up to the Super Bowl for these teams and the end result. And where I think will be the results for next year um, for most teams. So before I get started... Be sure to like and share the content, rate it five stars wherever you're viewing it, and make sure to follow me that way you do know where I drop episodes, when I do drop episodes, and on all digital platforms. And without, without further ado, let's get it started now. Our two components here, the Kansas City Chiefs, led by Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, and the Philadelphia Eagles, led by Nick, Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts. Both teams had a similar record of 14 and 3, 14 wins, 3 losses. Um this season. So the Eagles losses came later in the year. Um like losing two back to back with Jalen Hurts gone, losing their first one, I believe it was I think it was to the Cowboys. Um, and then losing, I think, another divisional game and then another game to somebody else. Kansas City, I believe, lost to, I know they lost to the Bills. I think it also was the Bengals. And the third loss, I, ah, it, was a, it was one of them BS wins where they just did not perform. But those were the three losses. So the three losses kind of like maybe a little bit spread out to throughout the season. But relatively, these teams played um, somewhat decent in their playoff races, um, except for Kansas City. Kansas City played most of their games relatively close for the Divisional and the AFC Championship. The games were basically decided by a single score. One was by a touchdown. Another one was by a field goal when they beat the Jaguars because the Jaguars could not stop turning the ball over and couldn't stop shooting themselves in the foot. Then against the the Bengals, who they basically let come back and almost came back and won this game if it wasn't to a bonehead decision by one of the one of the linebackers who got a personal five or 15-yard penalty. And set it up for an easy chip shot field goal. But as for the Eagles, the Eagles' first opponent in the divisional round was a divisional opponent in the New York Giants. They ran through the New York Giants, putting up a good 30-point deficit on these guys. Um, I don't know what it is about the, the New York Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles, but they always have beaten them. This year. So there was that. The the score for the 49ers versus Eagles, I know what I said last time. So if you watch my previous video, which is my last video that I uploaded, you hear me talk about that. Don't let the score fool you. The 49ers could have been in this game. Two com I'll say these two main components. When Brock Purdy went down, it really kind of did it for the um 
the 49ers because he was their leading force this whole time. He just went down. But that still doesn't mean that the rest of the team just can't operate. But this is also what also transpired. Boneheaded penalties. If you remember what I said about the Seahawks, when they faced the 49ers, it's basically that game in reverse where they playing close, but then bonehead decisions basically took away drives, took away points for these guys. So, relatively, these, these two teams, and they, so that's funny, could have gotten out their own way. And any one of these teams could have easily have made it to the Super Bowl, but they didn't. So, everyone was wondering who would be favored to win. Majority of people favored the Philadelphia Eagles to win, most because they don't like Patrick Mahomes or Andy Reid. They favored them to win the Super Bowl. But, as we already know, you can't just count on Patrick Mahomes. Except if somebody said, unless you're Tom Brady. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's funny. Um, which, he's been here before, twice now. Last time, it left a really sour taste in his mouth. He, he lost in a... In his eyes... In a very humiliating way. But now he's here with different players. One guy that was with him. But that guy will also be facing on somebody very, very familiar. He's known him since childhood. Talk about Travis Kelsey. Facing off against Jason Kelsey. Basically, both brothers have been here before. And so, they know what's at stake. But only one of these brothers will win, the other one will lose. So let's go ahead and get it started. Now, opening, they, they start off relatively kind of quick. I, I say relatively because, quite frankly, they did get down the field. But these teams kind of like scored back to back. But one of the big problems was that. The Eagles took long drives, but the long drives didn't mean nothing. Because quite frankly, when you think about it, Kansas City was able to get to do this in a fraction of a time period. Whether it was with the running backs or whether it was with the receivers. So, first half concludes in... I believe it was 10. Was it 10 to 24? I think it was 13 to 24. It was a two-point, two-possession game. But, you know, Patrick Mahomes went down for a minute due to the same ankle injury that was bothering him since the beginning of this postseason. But the running backs made up for it. The receivers did okay. But they was able... To keep this game close. Jalen Hurts rang it in for like three touchdowns. Phenomenal. My man's capitalized on this very well. But the problem was. This game. Which some people were saying was over. Was relatively in. Anybody's game still. Which if you don't understand what I mean. Even if a game is two possession scores. We've seen this before. 
Patrick Mahomes is a good example of this when the 49ers were beating him and he came back and won the game for the Kansas City Chiefs. Tom Brady's a good one. Everyone remembers that 28-3 game. It's only 30 minutes have passed. So, the only reason why I'm saying this, um, Consecrate, I was watching as I watched the Super Bowl, um, the Chisel Donis, you already know him. Shout out. I think he just dropped his commentary video um, today. One thing I never liked either was when people just say, oh, it's over in the first half. Game ain't over yet. You thought because Patrick Holmes limped off the field a little bit, shoot, you've been on the sideline for a long time. They've they been icing you down, stretching your foot out, make, making sure your foot ready to go when you go back out there. Reason why I said the Eagles needed to make this almost a three-possession game, if the Eagles had marched down the field and actually made that, gotten a touchdown instead of a field goal, I believe this game would have been closer, but don't forget, Kansas City could have made this easily a one-possession game. Don't forget, Harrison Buckner missed a field goal. Hooked it to the left. So they relatively got, they got in range to actually put this game away. No, 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 no. I think it was because what made this game too close no, it was, I think it was four, yeah, it was, was, it was two, it was a two-score game. It was 14 and 24, my apologies, because Jalen Hurts fumbled the ball. If that play does not happen and the Chiefs still score a touchdown, marching all the way down the field, that is one thing. That is a, that is a very deflating play. Yes, they went down to score, but you got to think about it. Let's say the Chiefs don't score on that drive. Now we're looking at at least, and let's just say they did punt the ball away and then gave it right back to the Eagles. And Eagles went down and scored on that drive. Now it's 21 to 7. You put up 24 to 7 or 28 to 7, makes this a lot harder to come back from. Yes, like I just said, game ain't over until it's over. But you've been taking time off the clock, which I'll tell you what the Eagles did, probably the best out of any of the Super Bowl teams I've seen, clock management. If they manage the clock, how some of these other teams manage the clock. If other, what I mean to say is, if other teams manage the clock the same way the Eagles did, they would have won these games. Atlanta Falcons, I'm talking about you. So many teams want to air it out and make this the quarterback show. When you don't have a game that can basically set it up where you're like third and five, you're on third, third and two, fourth and one, the um, these guys have basically will just want to know what made it so hard was to get the Eagles off the field. Fourth downs. The Eagles on fourth down ran it and punched it through every single time. They, I think they had one of the highest success rates for the fourth down conversion in the league. I think they led that. Because why? Every time they got close, no one could stop it. Except several teams stopped them maybe like, what, I think a handful of times? That was it. That was it. Because you want to know why? It, it makes it really, 
really hard when you can't stop him, get him off the field. What is the main thing anybody will tell you about food? Anything about football? It doesn't matter how good your defense is if they can't get off the field. It doesn't matter if my offense goes somewhere down the field and they can't put no points in because that means I got to go right back out there. And they keep making me march 90 yards down the field. Someone's going to get tired or they're going to make a mistake. And that's what the Eagles were counting on. But the Eagles made that crucial mistake when Jalen Hurts fumbled that ball. I'm sorry. That, that's one of the moments you have to always be set. That play to me wasn't blown up to begin with. Easily, Jalen Hurts should have thrown that away. You had the option of just throwing it away. Okay, you take somewhat of a penalty, somewhat, who cares? You still got something to play with. You don't fumble the ball away. And they almost did it on the very next drive. Receiver caught the ball, got caught lacking, and boom, fumbled the ball. But it gets called incomplete. That's one of them 50-50s right there. That was a 50-50. As soon as they, they could have easily called it, and now it's now it's out of down by seven. It looked like to me that the Eagles were getting rattled a little bit. They settled it up, and then basically the third quarter is when, really when things kind of change. The third quarter going to the fourth quarter, the Eagles get a field goal. Meanwhile, Patrick Mahomes and... Kansas City Chiefs put up three scores. They kick a field goal, make the Eagles go three and out, make the Eagles punt. So it's like, what, 27, 27 to 14? What, well, no, 27 to, 27 to 17. Make them punt, sets it up for. A good, like, they, 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 they couldn't stop these guys. Cordavious Tony sets it up on a good punt. Takes it all the way down to the five-yard line. Special teams failed the Eagles on this play. There's always three phases to a game. Offense, defense, special teams. It was a bad punt to begin with. You, you punt, like, when you give a man too much wiggle room, if you're going to punt that ball, you almost punt that ball almost out of bounds as best you can. But I'm going to tell you what happens. He punts it to where he gets up too much room, and everyone it gets this guy a running start, and some spectacular blocking gets it put all the way down on the five-yard line. That same guy hits a fake Going like it's a reverse, going the other way, hits a ziggy, which is a, when you run a certain way, it's when you're running in, then as soon as you go out, the outs open, easy walk in, touchdown. So now they, they, they get this again. Then Patrick Mahomes walks the ball down the field again. 
They walk it down the field. I don't think they, I don't think they get it. They go get extra points. Did they? They probably did. I don't care. They did this. They got. Now they get back down down the field again. They're already up by a point. Now they get another score. Now they're tied. Now they ended up not even tying it up. They put it as a whole two score game, which is basically one score in a two point conversion. Thirty five. The Eagles have not done nothing. They done relatively nothing. They march down the field. They get off luckily on a um, on a good play that with a Dallas Goddard. And uh, you know, Sky Moore, he ended up getting his um you know, he ended up getting his himself a touchdown, doing the same exact thing, just going the opposite way of Tony. Tony went right, Moore went left. They both scored touchdowns on a couple of drives. But it makes it hard when your DBs bite on stuff like that. That's the moments where you're told to stay home. For people who don't understand what that means, that's when you stay on your side of the field because you never, ever want to fall for that. I understand this one. I understand this one because as soon as I saw it, I heard my uh, my high school football coach, my DB coach, screaming at me because I bid on this. The place he stopped the play altogether. He he chewed me out on the on the side of the field and told me why I messed up. He said, "Do you know what you they just hit you with?" I said, "I didn't go all the way." He said, "But you was gonna follow him." And he was right. He had me dead to rights. He had me dead to rights. He knew what I was about to do. He knows I was about to run on the other side of the field with this dude. It was man coverage, cover one, so I'm thinking I'm supposed to follow this dude. This dude was going, and I saw the movement, and I already knew what it was. Even if I could have stopped him, which I probably couldn't have. That was a good receiver on our team. Coach called it and then understood that I didn't understand what I was doing. So when I saw this happen twice, I was like, oh, my God. This is something that I knew exactly what was about to happen. As soon as I seen it, I said, they about to get him twice. Because they did the same exact thing. And nobody stayed home on their side. And, and they ended up getting getting cooked on it. So it's like, man, you really bit on that. It was just like, come on. And, and that that's what made it so hard for me to understand these guys and make them understand that what they did was stupid. You've been on one of the easiest plays. One of the easiest plays. Twice. Now, yes, the um they end up going down the field and scoring. And the Eagles tie it up with a two-point conversion. But now you got to come down to your defense. Your defense has to make a stop. So it really comes down to them. And the defense mess Patrick Mahomes in a walk down the field. They got to make a goal line stance. They got two timeouts. 
If they stop them at least two times, let Patrick Mahomes throw a pass, and let them kick the field goal, they got a chance to walk it all the way down the field and get a, get a field goal or end this game altogether. Let me tell you what the Eagles did wrong here. The Eagles, like I'm telling you, I say this about certain teams in the NFL. Certain teams are very fast. Teams like Kansas City, the Buffalo Bills, the Bengals, Eagles themselves. Ah, uh, there's a few others. Bucks. Uh, Miami has it. I'm trying to think. There's probably like one or two other teams. Um, Cowboys when they be when they playing their best. Uh, there's, there's like one other team. There's like one other team, but I can't, I can't think of them at the top of my top of my head. These teams have receivers that can either do one or two things. They can go up and get it, or they got they're fast. Actually, three, or they're very good route runners. Let me tell you what's wrong with some of these things. When you are too close to your side of the field, you got to always be careful. But then there's that fourth thing. There's a fourth thing. And everybody kind of forgot about it because they thought it wasn't going to be a factor. When you got a quarterback that can move out the pocket. The Eagles open up a hole so big, they respected Patrick Mahomes. They know he can throw it there. But they forgot to respect his, his run game. They don't spy him just in case. They're trying to chase him down with defensive linemen. Linebackers in are all over the place. The nearest linebacker misses the tackle. Patrick Mahomes runs all the way down the field for almost like 40 yards. Sets him up inside. Up inside. This is good, though. This is still good. Bad, but still good. Wondering why I'm saying it like that? Because one of two things. They can let them walk it in for an easy score and go down the field and score. Or they hold him to a field goal and... They march on the field and do just like I said earlier. Get a field goal, end the game, you got the choices. On a third down, the Eagles defensive back Bradbury holds Juju Smith-Schuster. Now, everybody wants to say, well, it was in five yards. It doesn't matter. When you're grabbing and you're tugging on a receiver, altering his route, it doesn't matter if if it's like yards away. Because they can look at it and say, oh, that's way too far. It's a ticky-tack call. Everybody's mad at the call. But as I'm going to say it, it is defensive holding. Because he held him there way too long at the line. If he basically pressed him and, and kept him here without holding him, that's one thing, but you can't do that forever. Because what happens is he grabs him, pulling on him, 
And now it's a first down. No timeouts. Jeremy Cannon could almost score a touchdown and end this game, but he doesn't. Jeremy Cannon played to win the game. I want you to go back to what uh, Atlanta Falcon running back uh, Todd Gurley did a few years back. Forgot what team it was. Todd Gurley forgot, ran it in for a touchdown. That team went back down the field and scored and ended up beating them. All because Todd Gurley forgot to try to play to win the game. Jerry McCann put it inside. But I think what the... Well, I'm going to say the other team did wrong was I would have knocked Jerry McKinnon out of... I would have pushed him out of bounds. Pushing him out of bounds saves some yards. Saves some yards. It saves some time. But they didn't do that. They were going to let that man walk it in. So, what ends up happening... The Chiefs had a kicking a field goal, and then it comes down to the Eagles possibly making a shot at a Hail Mary to even remotely win this game. Because now it's like you can't play to, to tie the game. you got to play to win the game. The only way you can hope to tie this game up is if you throw it deep down the field, you get a defensive pass interference, you put your kicker out there, and he kicks it for, kicks it for a game-tying but that didn't happen. Jared Hurts, Jalen Hurts' arm gave out. 10, 15 yards. Too short. Eagles win. Eagles lose this game. And you're probably sitting here thinking, why did they lose? Because it's what I said to many Eagles fans, everybody who watched the Eagles. The Eagles were a first half team, but never fully played 60 minutes of football. The games, a lot of their games were way too close. This is one of them games where I'll say, don't let that record fool you. Don't let that record fool you. Because the record will show that they are they're one of the best teams in the league. But there's plenty of games they should have lost. At least three, four month games they should have lost. They only won because... Am I sure like the other team made a bonehead decision or did you find decided to play football? Chiefs played this game all the way through and won this game. So now Patrick Holmes also did two things. He's a Super Bowl MVP and he also won the MVP championship. MVP award. He broke something that hasn't been done since shit. I was five years old. That's how bad it was. Per Warner. 25, almost 25 years. Everybody has tried. Every MVP has tried to win. But, all in all, the Eagles did the best they could. Shout out to Patrick Mahomes. He's now got two Super Bowls underneath his, his belt. Andy Reid 
gets a little bit of revenge on his former team, the Philadelphia Eagles. And Travis Kelsey gets to go down as probably one of the he's gonna go down probably as one of the best tight ends in the league. But let's sit here and reflect, guys. Now that the now that the season's over. What would most of these teams do? Most of these other teams are in the rebuilding phase. The Lions, the Steelers, um, so many teams. The Seahawks, Denver, got a new coach in Sean Payton. Sean Payton's going to tighten that up, hopefully. Um, other teams have recruited for positions. The offensive and defensive coordinators for the Eagles have both left. Uh, I believe the defensive one took the Cardinals position. The offensive one took the the Colts position. Um, there is a new coach who was a former player from the um, Texans. He's now the head coach. Um, there's been a lot of moving around. So we'll have to wait and see what happens this year. But like I said, there's a lot of teams that are rebuilding phase. Um, Colts don't know how they're going to be. Bears, same boat. Because the Bears has to have the potential to be great. But they really got they to gotta find somebody. It's like they don't draft to win. It's like you, you, I'm, I'm, they better get a receiver. They need a receiver in the first, second round. They need to get a receiver. Reason why I say first round because they don't have a second round pick because they gave that to the Steelers. So I don't know. Steelers need to improve. They're probably going to get a linebacker for um, the release of Devin Bush, and they need to focus on linemen. Colts need to figure out something. Like all, all in all, that that team just did very very poorly. Um, so I don't know about that. Patriots. Also in the rebuilding phase as well. But is this the end for Bill Belichick? Because Bill Belichick, after, you know, losing Brady, has not really been looking too good. He's basically missed the playoffs all these last few seasons and all except for one where he just got eviscerated. He needs to do better. Pittsburgh Steelers. Mike Thomas got something to prove, man. He's got to prove something. Everyone keeps talking about the losing season. Okay, yeah, they haven't had the losing season since 2004. It's going to be about 20-something years if they eclipse this season and next season with a not a losing record. But 20 years means nothing if you don't win championships. You make the playoffs, you get put out early in the playoffs. The last couple of times you have made it, first round knockout. First round knockout. They missed it this time, but I think if the state, shoot, the way other teams, some of these teams are playing, they would have had a shot. They made it, but I don't know. Chargers need to figure out something. That head coach got this year to figure something out. Because if they let what happened last... I'm going to say last year because the season's over with. 
Half this time, his ass is gone. Because that clock management was terrible. They already fired Denver's coach. I ain't got nothing to say about that one. Um, Atlanta's got to figure something out at quarterback. Because I think Marcus Mariota is not coming back. Um, I've also seen that Derek Carr has been released. So, don't know what's going to happen there. I see that the Ravens have tagged Lamar Jackson, but are open to, to a trade. The Green Bay Packers are also looking at trading Aaron Rodgers. Because I'm not going to lie, Aaron Rodgers has done good for the Green Bay Packers. But, it's again, what have you done for me lately? Oh my God, you made, he was, I used to call him Hail Mary King. Because he would always make something happen one game and keep the game relatively close or win it. But what has he done lately? Nothing. They barely scraped by to even get close to the playoffs, and they lost. The Lions are rebuilding, but Dan Campbell's got to finish games if he wants to make his team stand out. The Lions have all the tools to make it. Um, probably change the quarterback or something like that. Um, or really just, you know, develop something on defense. Get some defense. I mean, this is going to be a pretty, I think, good chance to get some defensive members for um yourself this year and possibly get themselves uh, a uh, a good chance at a... <clears throat> I'm thinking. I'm thinking real hard. Getting them some defense and maybe some weapons for offense. Rams can't say nothing. You know, they gave up a lot of their first-round picks to get Matthew Stafford... But hopefully, the team is healthier next go around. Because we everybody thought they would probably do a lot better than what they did. They they just completely fell off. But what they need is they need to get a well. I can't say that they gave away a first round pick, possibly second or third. Get a good uh, receiver, possibly, because that receiving core is terrible. Letting go of Robert Woods was stupid. Allen Robinson did nothing. Um, you know, not trying to sign Odom Beckham back did something, even though I think he was dumb too, because he he should have he should have wanted to sign with somebody. Yeah, he needed to take a pay cut. So that happened. But we we just have too many problems with a lot of these other teams. New York Jets, um, I'm going to say it's one and done with uh, Zach Wilson. He hasn't proven anything. Um, a lot of these other quarterbacks have stepped in and have shown that they can do something. You let go of Sam Darnold, and it's like they need to pick a quarterback, and you need to pick one that's actually going to stay. Uh, Cleveland Browns, uh, we'll toss up. We'll, we'll have to wait and see because now that Deshaun Watson will have an actual full season to prepare We'll, we'll see how that goes. But relatively, they they also need to improve because a lot of their guys been making bonehead moves and plays, haven't really done anything since that playoff run. So there's that. Um, like I said, Ravens really need to draft a fucking receiver. The running backs, they got them. There, but they haven't really done anything worth noting. Like, like I don't know. Like they have all the tools, but they 
think it's hard blows. It's just like they have not done anything relatively good. 49ers have a chance, but 49ers actually need you. It's like they, they, I call the 49ers almost because they almost make it. And then they fumble. The, they fumble it all over. So there's that. They need to figure out something to get over this hump. Because maybe the son of players are getting too old and they need other players to just take their spots. Or something because they have relatively like doing this like last like last stretch. I don't know who's gonna be the quarterback for this. This is gonna be really hard. Undrafted rookie, drafted or maybe drafted last, so he can play. One of the three the three quarterbacks is not gonna be there. It's probably gonna be Jimmy Garoppolo. So we could, we got a lot of movement. Um Buffalo Almost as well. They show they show how good they are in the regular season, just a fumble in the in the postseason. Miami. What do you need to look at Tua? And I'm sorry to say this, you're gonna to have to get another quarterback. Or hope that Skylar Thompson does something because can develop more because Teddy is not good. He just made a glass. Teddy, I'm sorry, man. I've seen you since. Since I was in high school, bro, you might want to hang them cleats up. He stay injured. He stay injured. Um, who else? New York Giants. Um, your coach did very, very well. Um, to get that award, but that's not going to. That's not going to get you. Get you very far. If you can't win the big game. You win one big game and then just get put out the very next game with a mediocre score. Um, Vikings. You have all these these miracle plays. You have the so high singing like thing going on, but instead of focusing on gimmicks, you need to focus on making sure your team isn't always playing the comeback kid game. So I don't know. Develop another quarterback behind Kirk Cousins. If he can do something. Um, Washington Commanders still a terrible name. Most of the Red Bulls. He can figure out something to put themselves in a winning position because they have not really put themselves in a position where they can really like say that they're a contender team. And that's one thing I've been looking at. So they need to do something that actually make them look like contenders. Cowboys. Cowboys have all the pieces to win, but lose. They lose. Because, honestly, there's no reason why you should be Losing the game the way you're losing them. No excuses. Now I guess they did put out Tom Brady. You know, they, that that was a that was a curse they've been trying to get rid of for the longest. <sighs> to make him play his last playoff game and give him a big fat L. Good for you, but you you gotta finish. You got to finish. 
So that's what they need. They need to finish. Um, we may have seen certain players play their last game as a um, as a cowboy. We may be in Dak Prescott. Most likely in Ezekiel Elliott. But it's going to be hard to toss up to Ezekiel Elliott with Tony Pollard uh, breaking his leg. Or was it Harrison or did he break his leg? I know he, he has a pretty bad leg injury when he's in surgery, so it's not going to be one of them things where it's going to be easy for him to come back from. So, there's that. I'm thinking about every other team. Carolina, I don't know about Carolina. I ain't going to talk about Carolina. Carolina, it, it's they're rebuilding. Don't know what to say to them, just like they're rebuilding. I'm sorry, guys. I had to think about them for a minute. They, they, they're in the rebuilding phase. Tampa Bay, don't know what you're going to do. You're a starting quarterback that you've never really had a backup for because you got rid of your backup. Stupid. Um, basically, now you got you got college pads now. You fired your offensive coordinator and Brian Leftwich. But now you're stuck without a um, I mean I know they just got somebody for that position still, but the big problem is with the fact that they don't have nobody who can take that Tom Brady spot. So maybe they're looking to the draft. Um Maybe they'll look uh, look at another draw and find somebody. Who knows? Um, I already said about the New York Jets. Who else? Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Just keep building on what you're building on. You, you got something down there. Just keep building on that. And I think what they really need. What Jacksonville really need. They have the run game. Um, I think the run game will get a little bit better. Maybe get a tight end. Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. If Jacksonville can do a writing, I know some of the tight ends from next year are going to be good. If they can get Brock Bowers next year, next year in, like, the draft, in the 2024 draft, I'm telling you, he'll, he'll be a menace. Because uh, I've watched that guy these past couple years. He's good. But they need a tight end. But they really need a tight end, really good tight end, or they need a very good receiver. Like, don't get me wrong, Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, and the other guys, no disrespect to them, they're good. But I think, yes, they're getting Calvin Ridley. Maybe Calvin Ridley can make a difference, but Calvin Ridley has not done anything. Since the college championship game. I'm sorry. I'm going to call it what it is. He ain't done nothing. He ain't done nothing since. He's made a little noise, but he's relatively done nothing. Hopefully, Doug Peterson can develop him to be that star receiver that they need. And possibly they can just get a good tight end to hopefully put them in better contention to win games. But... What they need to do to do it is develop some more defensive players because they literally could have stopped most of these teams from winning. The way they came back and beat the Chargers is just 
it's a hurdle. But like I just said, 60 minutes of football, people. 60 minutes of football. So, Baylor had every chance to win this game. Um, so, there's that. Uh, I already talked about the Rams. Oh, God, is there any other team I may have missed? I said Seattle. I may have missed somebody, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody else, but I don't know what else to really think of. I'm sorry. Everything, everything else just flews me at the moment. But relatively, most of these teams need some offensive weapons. More or less, some people need it for the uh, offensive line. Because some people's offensive line cannot get a push. So, we'll see what people can do. Um... And what others going to do. But I don't know. Have you seen the last of Andy Lee and his his brilliance? Maybe. But hopefully not. Maybe he's got some years left in him. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he wants to really get one over on Bill Belichick. So I don't I don't know. But um with all that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I really ain't got nothing else left for you. For the the NFL, um, maybe we'll talk about some the draft. I might do the draft. I don't think I did the draft last year. Or actually, maybe I did, but something happened. But I don't remember. Because I don't be paying attention to other stuff. I'll be busy. I'm working on so much other stuff. But we'll, we'll look at the draft and see... Who gets selected and who's worth noting. And then hopefully that there'll be something in the league. But other than that, I'm gonna catch y'all next time. Peace. Ron play that beat.